What's up, everyone? Welcome to the State Field Sports History for September 3rd, 2023. I'm your host, Jim Montgomery. What a bad loss. There's just no way to sugarcoat it. Just a horrible, horrible loss for the Phillies. Uh, great start offensively and for Aaron Nola. And then the wheels came off. And, I mean, it was a bad start. Luckily for them... Nobody else seems to want to do uh, anything with the wild card. So there's still four games up, I think, or four and a half, and then two and a half on the Cubs. It's just very starting to September starting off much like last year where nobody wanted that wild card. Uh, hopefully they bounce back today and avoid the sweep. It's close to being a must win game as possible. Not so much in the standings, but just from a morale standpoint. It's three tough losses in a row uh, where, I mean, each each game, each loss was a different thing that was wrong. So hopefully they bounce back this afternoon. But, man, whew, not, not, not a good loss. Union are in action tonight and in Chester against the New York Red Bulls, looking to continue their push toward the playoffs and bounce back from a tough loss last week for them. The Owls, they did win 24-21. They didn't necessarily look great doing it. Got off to a very, very slow start. Um, I don't know if that is because of camp. I I, I don't know. I mean, they, they could be in trouble, uh, especially with the way the schedule shapes out. But we need four more wins to at least tie our over five bets. So, Maybe they'll they'll get it together and EJ Warner will actually look like he did last year. Uh, I will say the new clock rules I liked. It seemed like it kind of it was more in line with the NFL with the clock continuing to run and not necessarily stopping after first down until uh, the two minute warning. But uh, that's just me. Uh, a couple housekeeping things. I, m- I keep mentioning the uh, Back to the Future will be. Record it next week, the Eagles preview, just in time for the season. Uh, check out uh, the the Clashing Conferences podcast. Uh, good good listen if you're an NFC East fan. Lots of trash talk. Uh, you guys will definitely enjoy that. Uh, that's the Clashing Conferences podcast, wherever you get your podcasts, as well as on YouTube. Uh, if you want more Phillies coverage, it's I'm sure they'll have something this week about the uh, – Milwaukee series. Check out our friends at 2008 Phils. They have the world's biggest Phillies email newsletter. And for the limited time, we they're offering a 75% off subscription to this day in Philly sports history. Listeners, the link is in the description for you guys to check that out. Get access to everything on their site. The 2008 World Series banner t-shirt. 2008 Phils will follow your Twitter account. And then you also get access to tickets and autographs and other giveaways. All for $2 a month, $20 for the year. Go check them out. The link is in the description as well. Not really a bunch of uh, Sixers news, which I guess all, all is quiet on the, the Sixers front. Uh, but we'll get into it in a minute. A lot of you had a lot of things to say about the Sixers and James Harden, though. So more on that in a minute. Uh, the Eagles are officially one week away from opening the season. This time next week, we will be preparing for the Eagles opener. I cannot wait. Uh, the only injury news that I've seen so far is Nolan Smith. Uh, status is uncertain with a shoulder injury. Not sure how uh, major or minor that is, but we'll keep a keep an eye on that. Uh, still don't have a punter. 
Uh, Sipsis is on the practice squad. I, obviously, Howie will rectify that this week. Uh, but still, you missed the deadline to get your Eagles gear in time for the opener. But still not too late to get your your Eagles gear and use the 10% off promo code at Philly Goat. Uh, get your Philly stuff for the playoff push, your union for their playoff push, the Kelly Green Eagles stuff, you name it, they got it. Go check them out, phillygoat.com. Use the promo code Jim Montgomery for 10% off of your order. Sticking with the Eagles, today we're going to go back to 1995. And on this day, the Eagles opened up their season at the Vet versus the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They suffered a 21-6 loss. It was the first game for new head coach Ray Rhodes, as well as prized free agent acquisition Ricky Waters. And it was a very, very tough debut for Ricky. Uh, He had two fumbles, losing one. He actually fumbled on his first carry as an Eagle. Couldn't get much going. 17 for 34. He did have five catches for 34 yards. Uh, But the crowd was mercilessly mercilessly booing him. him. Uh, Throughout the game, they were calling for Charlie Gardner. Uh, He famously alligatored arm uh, a pass over the middle. That would have given them a first down and extended a drive. When asked about it in the post-game press conference, he said, for who, for what, the famous line. Uh, Did not necessarily endear himself to Eagles fans on day one. Did have a pretty decent season, though, and uh, Eagles fans grew to love him because we finally had a running back. Uh, But he ended up with almost 1,300 yards, 11 touchdowns, and made a Pro Bowl that year. Uh, The Eagles did go 10-6, made the wild card. They had that big win, uh, that night game at the Vet over the Lions in the wild card round before losing to the Cowboys. This was also Randall's last season, who uh, he ended up being benched at one point that season for Rodney Pete. But the story was Ricky Waters not necessarily making a the debut that he wanted or the impact he wanted on Eagles fans, getting booed and famously saying he did not stretch out for who, for what. Uh, he's later since backtracked and whatnot but not a good start for ricky waters and the eagles in the 1995 season losing to tampa bay 21 to 6 at the vet all right before we get into today's who wore it best let's recap yesterday's and oh man did you guys have a lot to say about this one yesterday was number one uh some of the comments i got were great Uh, I had one person who said they'd rather have Big Shot wearing number one over James Harden. For those of you who are a little bit younger, go look up Big Shot. It was the Eagles or the Sixers old mascot. Uh, Think bald headed fanatic with just go check it out. Uh, You won't be disappointed, but he wore number one. So somebody said they'd rather Big Shot. Somebody else said anyone but Harden. Um, And we had one. Ew. Just ew. Uh, so not many, not many Harden fans. However, Harden did come in. Uh, he was last place with number one uh, with nine percent of the vote. Believe it or not, uh, J- or Jalen Hurts was next with eighteen percent. 
Richie Ashburn had 27%. And who wore it best number one in Philly? You guys said it was Bernie Perrant. I cannot disagree with that. I told you yesterday it came down to me for Perrant or Ashburn. And I think the vote is exactly the way it should have been. James Harden probably got more. I would have rather Big Shot get uh, one extra vote. But... It is what it is. So Bernie Perrant is our Who Wore It Best number one. Uh, I will be recapping these as we go. Uh, so stay tuned for that. All right. Today, in honor of Ricky Waters and for who, for what, we're going to look at the number 32. And other than Ricky Waters, who did not make our final competition for this one, uh, Ricky Waters, borderline Hall of Famer, still after only three years, only played three years, is number seven all time on the Eagles' all time rushing list. Uh, but I could not include him for this competition. Other notables currently, uh, there's only two 32s in Philly sports right now. You'll see why in a minute, and that's Reed Blankenship of the Eagles and Felix Sandstrom, goalie for the Flyers. Uh, Michael Lewis wore 32, James Joseph. Charles Barkley did for one year in 1992 in honor of Magic Johnson when he found out he was HIV positive and retired. Craig Berube and Robin Chekmonic all wore number 32. But today, there are only two number 32s that make the cut for Philly sports. You tell me who wore it best. Uh, first up, we have Steve Carlton, lefty, who is a Hall of Famer. His number 32 is retired by the e or the Phillies. Uh, as a Philly, he had 241 wins, over 3,000 strikeouts, uh, the World Series title in 1980, multiple Cy Young. We talked about the 72 season a lot of times on here when the Phillies only won 50-some games and Steve Carlton won 27 of them. Uh, just one of the, the workhorses from those uh, late 70s, early 80s Phillies team did bring a championship to the Phillies. He is going up against another number 32 for the Sixers, Billy Cunningham, another Hall of Famer whose number is retired by the team. He was part of that 1967 World Championship team uh, for his career in Philly. He averaged 20 points a game, 10 rebounds per game. Side note that often gets overlooked, he also won a championship with the Sixers as a coach. So with the battle lines are drawn, and number 32, who wore it best, people? Was it Steve Carlton of the Phillies or Billy Cunningham of the Sixers? You let me know. Vote wherever you can. Send me a text message. Leave a comment. Like, subscribe. Do all that other good stuff. Hit me up on social media, uh, Twitter, TikTok. YouTube, Jimbo underscore Mont, Instagram, at Philly Jimbo. Let me know who wore it best, number 32. Is it Steve Carlton or Billy Cunningham? All in honor of Ricky Waters, who on this day back in 1995 had a rough debut for the Eagles and famously said why, when asked why he didn't stretch out for the ball, for who, for what. Well, there you have it. So, be sure to check out our friends at the Clashing Conferences podcast, Philly Goat, as well as 2008 Phils. Let's hope, speaking of those Phils, they get back on the winning track tonight. <sighs> Go enjoy your day. It's a holiday weekend. Be safe out there. 
This has been This Day in Philly Sports History. I'm Jim Montgomery, and until next time, I'll see you when I see you.